society says on one accord. Believing you, Jehovah Rapha, Elohim, Yahweh, El Shaddai, are all sufficient. You're sufficient in healing on this day. Father, we declare and decree in this place every lingering effect of this disease, God, would be abolished now in the name of Jesus. We declare healing and wholeness now in the name of Jesus. And just like the centurion soldier, as he prayed to Jesus, asked of Jesus to heal his servant, the Bible declares from that day forth, he was made whole forever on this day. We don't just declare healing. We declare wholeness now in every area of their life. No longer will they suffer or be plagued by this in Jesus' mighty name. But we thank you for wholeness now in the name of Jesus. Those who agree with this prayer, can you shout amen? Can you clap your hands on the side? Experiencing the same, we declare healing through the atmosphere. We send forth the word into your household, into your car, and healing will manifest in your body. Come on, clap your hands one last time. Amen. Thank you. Can we clap for the worship? That's the wonderful name. Can we clap for our new bass player too late? Man? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't recognize him because it's happening. Nobody told me we had a sub today. Praise God. You look good, sir. Amen. New code is. Left out and looked over, he's coming down the aisle right now. 
For the one says, Lord, what about me? You prophesy over every you give everyone a word. Have you forgotten about me? He's, the Holy Spirit is walking down the aisles right now. Jesus. You have a divine personal encounter with God right now. Oh, 
Oh! <laughs> 
this day that you do that. Would you come on and pray with you? Have a major decision before you. Major decision before you. Would you come and pray with me? Reconciliation in a relationship. Reconciliation in a relationship. God is restoring a relationship. Maybe a friendship, a family relationship that has been strained. Would you come with a pray with you?
what you have for us. In the name of Jesus. 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 We say amen. So we'll take a brief intermission. How about that? They have intermission at church. A brief intermission. Go refresh, go to the bathroom, there's coffee. Amen. Take a quick break. Thank you for worshiping with us. And go ahead and play some worship music as we get ready. Amen. Praise team, refresh. I believe God's going to do something today, y'all. I don't know. It's, it's something strange happening in the house. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Take your name out see you with you. You see them getting in their car trying to get out the park and not jump in front of them. Amen. You stopping the broadcast? TJ. Yeah, we're going to stop it. Yes. You know how YouTube, you know how Facebook likes to block the yeah. broadcast? Yeah, take a break, whatever. Come back. You're going to be able to do Proclaim Next Service? Which Huh? Uh, 11.15. You know how Facebook likes to block the music playing? Yeah, yeah, I was... I wasn't saying no. I'm just saying no. I, that's that's. Uh, I knew you were gonna play music. I just didn't. Yeah. I don't want to, yeah. Them to block it because we're playing music for the lyrics. Yeah. Thank you. 
And the prophet goes to the king and says, I want you to open up the eastern window. And I want you to make this declaration over your enemy. And, and, and he goes to the window and says, I want you to take these arrows. And I want you to point these arrows in the enemy's direction. So the, the king opens the window, he takes the arrows. He says, before you do this, I want you to strike the ground. He opens up the window. He grabs the arrows. And he follows the prophet's instructions. He strikes the ground with the arrows. And the prophet says something unto him, which I thought was very prompt out to be very strange. He, he says to him, he says, had you struck the ground multiple times, you would have utterly destroyed your enemy. And I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying to somebody today, you stood in the face of the adversary, and you gave the adversary a left blow. You only struck once. And now you still faced with that same enemy. You only struck. I wish I had some help in here. You grabbed your best weapon. You prayed your best prayer. You gave your best offering. And you struck. But yet you still face the same adversary. I hear the spirit of the Lord say today, go back yet again.
Because if you allow it to ride your back, you will lose. It's like a jockey on a horse. Before the horse is broken, the horse has power and might to do as it wants to do. But once it's broken, then the jockey can take the horse and guide the horse wherever it wants to go. <laughs> See, that's the struggle. See, right now, you can pick it up and put it down. That's the struggle. The struggle is, is that, oh, I gotta have it. Okay, not right now, I'll wait. Oh, I gotta have it. Not right now, I'll wait. I'll wait till there's an intermission, there's a break. Then I'll go. See, that's struggle. The, the struggle is at the midnight hour when, when you want to pick up the phone and call her up and say, can I come? But by the time you put the phone down, conviction hits you say, I better not go. That's the struggle. That's the struggle. The struggle is, is when you roll it up. I'm holding your house now. You roll it up and you're like, I'll do it later. That's the struggle. Now watch the stronghold.
this Friday. And we went back to the again. Don't get too high. Come on, boss. Don't let the struggle become a storm. Come on, let me get started. I've I still a spirit of freedom coming in the house. There's a thing that's been holding you bound that I hold you no longer. Falling out to the name of Jesus. That thing that they've been struggling with, they'll struggle no more. That vice that has been holding them, kept in captivity, they have been set free from Who the Son has set free is free indeed. I declare. Freedom in this place. I declare 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 freedom in this place. I decree in this place that we are free and free indeed. If you receive your freedom today, clap your hands and give God a mighty praise. Come on, play me on the freedom. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory. My God. The Spirit of God is pouring this out. I want to see my 915 in the house today. You were here for 915, wave back. Amen. Hey, hey, hey. Y'all don't want the hands in the air. That's, that's a layover. They don't layover. They don't layover. The, the flight didn't take off at 915, so they don't layover right now. They, they decided to stay over to 1115. Amen. They, they're in holding pattern right now. Amen. They're waiting to take off. Amen. They own the fight of spirit. Yes. Hey, amen. Amen. Anybody ever seen spirit before? Uh, oh, how's the rich folk up in here? Spirit put you on layover after layover. Your fight has been canceled. <laughs> it has been canceled again. So these are some folk who decided to lay over. 9.15 because the Spirit of God was so high for me this morning that uh, it was amazing what God did this morning. Yeah. Uh, I do believe that's a word from the Lord for you tonight. I pray that you maintain with us as we deliver the Word of God. I believe God is going to speak to the house today. Amen. But before we do, I, I do want to shout out for our first, second time of reoccurring guests to be here in the house. You would just wave your hand at me right quick. First, second, reoccurring. Amen. Amen. Come on, Amen. If you would keep your hand lifted, I don't know if you received the blue connect card, but if you did not keep that hand lifted, want to place that card in your hand so that we can be connected with you. The sole purpose of that is that we can make sure we connect in the spirit and be praying with you and for you. Amen. And to make sure that you stay connected with all that God is doing at this house. You won't get any harassing visits. Amen. Won't knock on, uh, knock on your door and show up unexpectedly. Any of those things. But we definitely will be from the Lord of Heaven with prayer on your behalf. 
fill that card out in its entirety, hand it back to another one of our servant leaders in the house before you leave on today. Those who are on Facebook and YouTube, they go ahead and give us a like and thumbs up. I know we took out our electronic devices earlier, but make sure you like and share our live stream if you would, for us. We appreciate it. Uh, in doing so, it, uh, it gives us the ability, it affords us the ability to reach out of the walls. Uh, this message can be contained at 10957 Greenwood Springs Road, and it can be contained in the four walls of this house. And, and, and the only way for it to go beyond this, watch this, is for you to become a messenger. I'll say that again. The only way this message can go beyond these four walls is for you to become a messenger. So you take what you get and you give to somebody else. Okay, and, and so for some of us that can be uh, proved to be difficult in our lives because we would claim that we're introverts and we're quiet, I'm not too talkative, I, you know, I don't do that, and that's okay. So God has given us the ability to digitally evangelize. So if you take out your cell phone, you can share, write this message and get it out beyond the four walls of this church, and you don't have to ever open up your mouth to evangelize someone, you can just hit the share button. You have now been deemed as a digital evangelist. Amen. By the right, the power, and authority of the kingdom of God. Come on, lift your right hand. Amen. I declare and decree in this place, digital evangelist. By the power and the authority of the kingdom of God, I send forth all of these digital evangelists into this digital space to proclaim the gospel as they push the share button in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. And, and then for, for those of you, amen, um, who have not yet registered for our Kingdom Ambassadors, where my Kingdom Ambassador graduates at. Amen. 12 new courses will be a blessing to your life. We have registration set up. Registration is now open. Uh, you can sign up in the foyer after service uh, today. I listen testimony after testimony of how God has moved in the lives of our ambassadors who have graduated from our 12 because it's life changing. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. It's life changing. Yeah. Amen. So it's going to be amazing. So registration is open. Our, our director just walked in the building not too long ago. Amen. Amen. Stand and wave. Amen. Hallelujah. Our Ms. Michelle. She is our kingdom ambassador's director. Uh, amen. So you can see her or one of the servant leaders at the table at the end to sign up and register for our registration class for kingdom we are doing water baptism today. Amen. So it's speaking after service. Amen. Amen. Somebody excited. Some excited over there. I think we have two candidates today that are water baptized. Uh, so today we do that uh, speedily after service. Uh, and then also, I am looking for, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll do one. I have two already. They had left. I'm looking for someone to sit in for our ATW after the word with me today. If not today, please sign up today. Uh, after the word. What is after the word, Pastor? After the word is an opportunity uh, to maybe ask questions about the message that's being taught today as we drill down and drill a little deeper on the message. Maybe it was something that you will find that you need a little more deeper understanding on. Uh, we do that. It's uh, one of our YouTube series that we post uh, on YouTube, so you could be a part of that. Amen. Do, do I need to pick somebody out or somebody's going to volunteer? Amen. Pam? Pam. Somebody said Pam. Amen. Follow, follow, follow. Pam. 
praise God. I saw Vegas point too, so I guess we do another. If you don't do it today, we're going to put you on the schedule for somebody else. I need Amen. That's you, TJ. That's you, okay. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I thank you. Amen. Oh, what's this? There's one more. Who oh, that is? That no, I'm, I'm going to put it on the spot. Can you pass this down and pass it down to you to stop? Keep passing. Keep passing. Keep passing. Pass it over your shoulder. Over your, no, over your, over your left shoulder. Pass it to your right. A- amen. Hot potato. Amen. Praise God. If not today, we'll have your schedule. Amen. Let's jump into the word of God on today. Are y'all excited for the word? Yeah. Some great things are happening here at Elevate Church. VBS is coming up July 19th. So parents sign up the kids for VBS. It's going to be an amazing time. Let's jump to the word. And hear this, uh, beloved. Don't let bad teaching prevent you from being taught right. Don't let bad teaching. I told you this last week. Don't let bad teaching prevent you from being taught what's right. Amen. So today we're going to uproot some, some old ideology, some old theology. We're going to uproot and unplug uh, some bad teaching in your life uh, to the point I hope that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. That you can see the word of God in a new and fresh way. And that you can understand who God is. And watch this, not only who God is, but who you are. But we got to pull some stuff out of it first. Because I'm not looking for a fight. But I will fight. Hallelujah. It took my knife from me. I still got these hands. Hallelujah. And you can catch these hands. Hallelujah. So, so here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, so a lot of things that we learn in church, we learn is ingrained in us, and then when we're taught a certain way, we fight against what we're being taught. And I don't want to fight with you today, so what I'm going to do is today, I'm going to pull some stuff out of you so we can easily pour some stuff into you. Uh, years ago, years ago, uh, BC, uh, before Christ. I got to clarify that. That's my disclaimer. Uh, I took swimming uh, lessons and then I decided to be a lifeguard. I already knew how to swim at that point. I want to be a lifeguard. And the only reason why I chose to be a lifeguard because ah, I never went to their age. Remember BC? Say it with me. BC before Christ. So I want to be a lifeguard, not, not to save lives. He didn't say no. And, and this was one of the instructions of the, the lifeguard coach. He said that one of the things I really want you to understand before you take on this assignment as a lifeguard, he said, if you ever run into a crisis where someone is drowning, he said, do not jump in to save them. Let them get tired first. Wow. He said, no, don't jump in the same thing. 
He said, wait until they go on. Here's the reason why. He said, if you jump in too soon to save them, they're going to fight you to leave. They're going to fight you to save them. There's too much fight in them at that moment. He said, but when they go under, they have given up. God Almighty. And he says, at that point, they're not ready to be saved. Because they have hit my bottom. Come on, somebody. They have hit their head up against the wall. They have stuck that toe too many times and it's at this point now they're ready to hear what you got to say. I'm looking for the drowning folk today. I'm looking for the folk that have bumped their head so many times. They're tired of trying to cover it up with the scarf. They're tired of trying to cover it up with the hat. They're just tired of hitting their head so many times that it's like, I need some help. I need some help. See, it's at this point now that you're ready to hear what the what the gospel has to truly say to you. Hallelujah. So we're going to pull some stuff out to get you ready to be poured into. Are you hearing me? Everybody is doing around chapter number four. Stand to your feet as you're doing so. And then James chapter number three, verse number three, is where we begin. Deuteronomy chapter number four, verse number 24. And then James chapter number three, verse number three. If you have it, say I have it. If you're looking, say I'm looking. If you wait for me to put it on the screen, say thank you, Jesus. That's too many. I'll be outnumbered. I'll be outnumbered. We're going to make our faith confession, our declaration on today. Repeat these words after me. Make it loud and make it strong. If you would. Today I'll be taught the word of God. My spirit is ready. My spirit is ready. And my mind is sharp. And my mind is sharp. I believe the word. I believe the word. The word is true. The word is true. It is without error. I believe what the word says. I can have what it says I can have. I can do what it says I can do. I can be what it says I can be. I believe what the word says about me. Shall I am redeemed? I am the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. I am healed. No sickness nor disease shall come near my home. I'm more than a conqueror. Shall that again? I'm more than a conqueror. I am rich. Wealth and riches shall be in my house. Prophesy it over your name. Say, Wealth and riches shall be in your house. Find another name and prophesy with them. Say, Wealth and riches shall be in your house. Prophesy over yourself. Say, Wealth and riches shall be in this house. Shall I'm blessed to be a blessing? Shall I get on blessed to be a blessing? My house is blessed. My marriage is blessed. My children are blessed. My church is blessed. I'm sure I'm blessed. And shall they get behind that if you would? Hey, it's okay to clap your hands if you want to. Deuteronomy chapter number 4, verse number 24. It says, For the Lord thy God, 
There's a consuming fire. Even a jealous God. He's a consuming fire. And a jealous God. He's a consuming fire. And even a jealous God. I think Orange Juice Jones said it this way. I saw you and him. You know, God is always watching. He's always watching. Yeah. The prophet Michael said this. I always feel like. Who's that? Wrong prophet. Who is that? Get a voice. God is always watching. His eyes go to and fro. He's a jealous God. He's a consuming fire. Then it's over to James. James chapter number three, verse number three. When we put bits into the mouths of the horse to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Or take a ship for an example. Although they may be large and are even driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder. Even the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boats. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small The tongue also is a fire. God's a consuming fire. And you got fire in your mouth. The tongue is also a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire. Oh, God. I heard one evangelist say, if you want to get the world's attention, set yourself on fire, and the world will come to see you burn. Be careful how you open your mouth and what you say. It'll set the course of your whole life on fire. And it sets itself on fire right here. Let us pray. Father, we thank you and we bless you for the consuming fire. And let us be consumed by you and you alone. Let the word and the fire in our mouth come about it. Let the fire in our mouth be tamed by your hand to burn that which you have sent it forth to burn. Since Jesus wanted them to pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. And amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hear this fire that is not tamed will consume everything around Fire that is not tamed will consume everything around it. Can I say it this, this way? Fire without a purpose is dangerous. You, you, you take a fire and you set it ablaze and you have no intent of that fire. It will consume and destroy, utterly destroy everything around it. You take that same fire and you put it in a fireplace that will keep you warm. That's because it has purpose. But if you have no purpose to the fire, it will destroy everything. And some of us have set ablaze to some things in our life unintentionally by, by setting a fire with no purpose. 
You have destroyed some relationships in your life because you allowed that little rudder in your mouth that is filled with fire. And you have spoken some things out of purpose, out of uh, pretense, pretense, and all of these things, and now it has destroyed relationships. Tell you that he got fire out of mouth. He's got fire out of mouth. not offending. I don't have them a tic tac. <laughs> but we got fire now. Our God is consuming fire. And just something serious we started, uh, we started talking about from worship to warfare. And on last week, uh, we concluded uh, a message on the day of Pentecost of when the fire fell. And there were those who were filled with the Holy Ghost. But I'm going to talk about today. After this, tell you they were after this. See, there was there was something that occurred after this. After the Holy Ghost fell, there was something that happened after this. There, there's going to be something that's going to happen in your life. Watch this. After this, we get so focused on the events here, me beloved, that we miss the intent. I'll slow down and say that again. We get so focused on the event, we miss the intent. When we focus on the day of Pentecost, the event of the outpouring of God's Spirit, but what was the intent of the outpouring? Ah, we, we, we focus on the fire falling, but what was the purpose of the intent of the fire falling? Because the Holy Ghost coming upon you is more than you. Ch- 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 it's more than that. It's more. It has more intent than you speaking in tongues. I'm uprooting. I'm uprooting. So we can be glad. So the word of God is prophetic. It speaks not only to the now, but it also speaks of what to become. Not what's to come. Or what's to become. God speaks in his word prophetically to you and to I. In our now. So that we can now understand what's to become. Not what's to come. Because when the spirit of God pours out upon you. It's not an event coming. But it's a thing becoming. So the outpouring of God's spirit was not a day to be marked on the calendar as the next upcoming event. Oh God. It wasn't a day that you could mark, oh this is the day that the spirit of God poured out. This is the day I got baptized in the Holy Ghost. This is the day I got saved. It was not an event to mark of what's to come, but it's a day to say I have became. So the outpouring of the spirit of God we become. It's after that. What happens next? What happened after you got saved? After that. What happened the day after you gave your life to Jesus? After that. What happened the day you signed your name on the membership roll and you joined the church? What happened What happened the day you stood at the altar and declared before hundreds and hundreds, I do, in the day you control? What happened? 
days are after that. Tell you they were after that. After that, it's not just the event, but what are you becoming? What are you becoming? You, you have to know that God, uh, as He calls you, He's calling you not to a place, but He's calling you to a position. He's calling you into identity. He's calling you into person. You're becoming something. The Bible says He has created us in His likeness and His image. We're becoming more and more like Him. So after the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, there's a moving. Of becoming. Yeah. Moving. Yeah. Of becoming. Yes, you won't speak in tongues. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But you're becoming more than that. Yeah. Acts chapter number one, verse number four. It says, On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift. Somebody shout the gift. Yeah. Wait for the gift my father promised. Somebody shout, He promised me this. Wait for the gift like all the promise, which you have heard me speak about. This is Jesus talking to the disciples. For John baptized with water, but in a few days, you will be baptized. John the baptized, John the Baptist, or the John baptized, or the baptism of John, he did it with water. But in a few days, somebody shout a few days. It's my shout in a few moments. It's my shout now. Now. Right now, we need to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. It says, Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? He, He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or the dates the Father has set by his own authority, but. This came to me uh, in revelation in light of his word while I was reading. He's watch, I'm gonna kiss this thing now. Uh, he said it's not for you to know the days or the time. But but it's one of those words that captures everything in front of it. Church out and those beyond the church. 
that your ministry starts here first. Can I take a pause for the pause for a second? Before you send your money to Africa, spend your money here. Before you send aid to others, aid those who are around you closely. If your first ministry is here home, he says, start here in Jerusalem. He gives us the schematic, the strategy, and the plan of world evangelism. He said, before you try to conquer the world, conquer your house. Before you become the ministry of international, take care of the well, I'm prophesying that my ministry is power of the word of God international. You haven't even preached to a few in front of you. Help me, Lord Jesus. Come on. Help me. He says, listen, first start in Jerusalem. Jerusalem was where they were. I need you to start local first. And then once you do local, then go to Judea. Get out of get out of your city. Go go somewhere else in the state. Then once you hit Judea, now once you go to Samaria, so it goes local, it goes regional, and, and then it goes regional to national. Yeah. Then he says, then to the ends of the world. Then that's international. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh God. Yeah, yeah, step by step. Start here. Mm-hmm. Learn, develop, build up momentum. And once you have done that, then take the next step. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Then you go to Brother Lucifer. Oh, praise God. My bad. Good things do come out of Brother Lucifer. She's a witness. Beautiful man. He says, once you've done that, now take steps in the community to get to the end of the earth. Are y'all with me? And so watch this. We talked about it earlier. Uh, send this Holy Ghost, but uh, what is the intent of the Holy Spirit for now? The intent is for you to be a witness. Yeah. Yeah. To be filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit is just not so that you can eloquently speak in an unknown tongue that sounds very melodious in articulation. It is more than just the evidence of speaking in tongues. But being filled with the Holy Ghost is to be a witness of the power that you receive. That's the intent of the Holy Ghost. Is that you can be a witness that when people look at you and you begin to speak in your unknown language and that heavenly language speaks, oh, I witnessed him. That's That's what the disciples were when they came from the upper room filled with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, and we're going to get to it in a second, the Bible says that there were many Jews from every walk of life. They came from around the world, had different languages. But when the disciples came filled with the Holy Ghost, they heard the sound, but the sound was their own language. One sound produced many languages. They had witnessed the power that had. They had witnessed what had took place in the yoke. Here it is, Acts chapter 20, Acts chapter 2, verse number 1. And when the day of Pentecost came, they were all gathered together in one place. They were all gathered at Elevate Church. They were all at 12957 Louisville, Louisiana. And all together in 
one place, myself in one place. As they were gathered in that one place, suddenly, a sound like the blood of a violent wind came from heaven. It is filled the whole house where they were sitting. Ah, somebody shout, it's falling on my road. Tell you, David, it's falling on my road. And they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to the rest of each of them. Oh, God. It came and rested on each of them. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now, uh, there were, they were standing in Jerusalem. God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. Hear this, beloved. I caught this earlier and I missed it several times. And when they heard this sound, these were Jews that had come from many nations under heaven. They heard the same sound that they heard in the upper room. I missed it. They heard it too. Can I start with you for a second? It's possible for you to hear about me. It's it's possible for you to hear and not receive. They heard the same sound, but only those who were gathered together in one place on one accord, only those were the ones who received what they heard. There are some of you today in this place, we're all together in one place hearing one sound, and you hear the sound, but you ain't going to receive the sound. And you're going to walk out here just like them. Uh, uh. Bewildered. And the crowd came together bewildered because each of them heard their own language being spoken. This one sound that fell upon them produced many languages. <laughs> oh, they're crazy. They speak in other unknown languages. That ain't real. That ain't real. That ain't a real language. One sound produced many languages. So I got a question. What type of language are you to be able to determine what language one speaks in the spirit? You tell me you know every language? (laughs) That when a person begins to speak in that heavenly language, you can say, that's not a language? You're that smart. Ask your neighbor, see, you're that smart. You wouldn't sassy enough. Look at your other neighbor, see, you're that smart. One sound produced many languages. And at one moment, they all heard their own language for one sound. Everybody that gathered around them heard their own language, but the disciples were speaking one sound that everybody heard. I was at a missions conference years ago, and, and one of my friends is a pastor. Before I was a pastor, I was a young evangelist. And after the conference, we're walking down, heading back up the building to go get lunch. It was a lunch break. And while we were walking down, he closed out in prayer uh, at the conference uh, for the lunch break. 
And as he was praying, he began to pray in the Holy Ghost. And as he prayed, he closed out. We were walking down the corridor. And as we get to the foyer, uh, these two white ladies come and they tug on him. And they said, uh, are you from Norway? Well, you know we do. said, no. She said, oh, wow. You have the most beautiful dialect. You spoke out a language so perfectly. She said, we heard your prayer in our own language. And you spoke it perfectly to the point we thought you were one of us. So the word feel, let's, let's go to word. Let's teach you right quick. The word feel is a Greek word to make full, to fill up, or to feel to the full. It is also is uh, to it's to cause to abound, to furnish, or to supply literally. It's to make complete. In very particular, to render perfect. Oh my God! Take it this time to get filled. It's to carry through to the end, to accomplish, carry out some some undertaking. So when the Holy Ghost fall upon you, it has intent. It has purpose. This is to make you complete. It's to make you full. It's for you to abound. It's for you to complete an undertaking. It's more than just speaking in tongues. Tell your is more than speaking in tongues. It's to carry into effect, to bring to realization or to realize. It's a matter of duty to perform, to execute. Tell your name it's time to execute. So when you're filled with the Spirit of God, you have to execute. I kill somebody. I don't kill nobody. It's the apostles say I need to execute. I need to do that. It's to watch this. I love this. It is to fulfill God's will. So when you feel the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, you come to point. So this is going to uproot that thing up out of you because there are denominations that believe that you're not saved unless you feel that you're saved. And see, it's that type of bondage that holds upon you. Watch this. You question your salvation because you don't speak with the evidence in speaking in tongues. But, but really the evidence of you speaking in tongues is, is uh, or being filled with the Holy Spirit is, are you a witness? Because if you are a witness, then the evidence and the manifestation Will manifest. If you're willing to be a witness, a willing participant to obey the will of God, then a manifestation of God's promise will manifest in your life and you will speak. Oh, y'all with me? Because God wants you to feel So you can be a witness. So you can execute His will. That's the reason why the church is moving slowly because we don't have enough feeling. That's why there's so, corrupt, so much corruption and chaos because we don't have enough feeling. And watch this. We look more like them than him. And being filled with the Holy Ghost sets us apart. It shows that we look more like him than we look like them in the world. Tell you now it's time to get filled. Because that's what it's going to take for you to fulfill 
in it of yourself. You could not even watch this. It was the Holy Ghost that got you here this morning. She was tired of type of rapping in that pillow and that white And it was feeling so good. And he was like, ah, oh, I think I'm going to watch it online today. And the Holy Ghost said, no. That's something for you in the house. Get up and go. It's going to take the Holy Ghost for you to love your fellow brother. Remember a fire that is not tame will burn everything around us. The Spirit of God comes more to then cause you to speak in tongues. It comes to tame your tongue. Oh, God! And it's more than speaking in tongues. The Holy Ghost comes to tame your tongue because there's some other tongues you want to speak in whenever you want. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. You want to use another tongue when somebody has wronged you, have persecuted you, have lied on you, have talked about you, have mistreated you, have done you bad, and it's not speaking in tongues you want to.
That's why the intent is so that you can be a witness yeah. of the power of which you have received. Yeah. So I have to question for living your baptism of the Holy Ghost. Are y'all with me? Are you okay? Amen. Somebody shall we dig deep today. Yeah, we got to get to the root of the matter because if we don't pull the root up, there's going to be other fruit. Because it's not enough to be filled. Because you can be filled but have no fruit. And that's what's happened with a lot of saints. We got filled with no fruit. Ask them where your fruit at. Shout after this. So after this, there must be fruit. Because the seed of the Spirit of God has been planted in your life. And whenever you plant a seed, the sole purpose of a seed is to produce a harvest. And if you got a seed of the Spirit of God in you, then there should be a burning harvest coming up out of you. So where's the fruit? From your infilling of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, some of y'all need to go back and pull down some rants and some raids on Facebook. And some posts that you post. We know who you're talking about. I'm trying to talk underline, like we don't know who you're talking about. Throwing little shot and shades at folks. We know who you're talking about. Y'all need to pull that down. Why? Because I am a. Y'all need to confess that right now. Because I am a. So watch, souls got saved. They got saved. Not only that, but watch. There was healing that manifested. Healing manifested. When souls got saved, there was a healing. There was an outpouring of God's spirit, and people who were sick now brought the sick to the apostles, and they got healed. There should be healing taking place. You got filled, now there should be healing. Not just medical healings, but there should be healings of relationships. He's going to reconcile with some people. Glory to God. You have wronged some people. Go make it right. Now invite me up in this place. But that's, that is the intent of the Holy Spirit. Watch this. That you become something other than what you were. He that is in Christ is a old things have and behold and up and all things become so when you feel the Holy Spirit, you shouldn't be as nasty as you was now you got the Holy Ghost. Why shout after that? After you got filled with the Holy Ghost, you're a new creature. When you go places, you say, try to be Lord Jesus. Amen. You're becoming. Amen. And in the triumph, there's a yielding. We yield and surrender more and more. And that's where the Holy Ghost comes in, that says, is that the more you yield, the more is revealed. The more you yield, the more is revealed. Because when you yield to the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God will show you that little spot. Say, oh, I don't like that. And well, I yield that over to you. I yield some more. Oh, I don't like that either. Because we all will make mistakes. But when we make the mistake, the Spirit of God reveals it and says, oh, that's what's called, watch this, catch it, ugly word, conviction. Oh, you're going to slip. But the question is, if you feel the Spirit of God, 
And are you convicted of that sin? Because if you ain't convicted, that means you still got something in you that ain't of God. Because what you thought to be right, even though it's wrong, you still think it's right. Uh, let's, let's draw back from what I taught you uh, the other week. So you said, I repent of that thing. But you went in this direction, you're still doing the same thing you repented of back then. So you really didn't repent. So repentance is not a new term. Repentance is a change of mind and a change of purpose. So that which I thought I was doing, that was right, I realized because the Holy Spirit revealed to me was wrong. So I now see it as wrong. And I believe it to be wrong. And because it's wrong, I won't no longer do it. Because I didn't feel it. Somebody shot him into it. So it was healing that take place. Not only healing, watch this. It was opposition. Because when you get filled, you'll be opposed. So watch, the after this, he said that I am now filling you with fire, the Spirit of God, with power, so that you can be a witness. Why? Because you need power when opposition comes. Jesus went to the wilderness. After he was baptized, watch this, he was baptized for the wilderness. The Spirit of God came upon him. Y'all remember this. John the baptized, baptized him in the water. And the Bible says that the heavens opened up and he saw the Spirit of God coming down like him, like a dove upon him. Can I say something to you right quick? Maybe you'll catch this, maybe you won't. Maybe too spiritual, maybe you're not. There was only two times that I found in the Bible where the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit was together in one place at the same time in the earth realm. That was one place. The other place was in Genesis when God spoke the word and said, let there be light. The Spirit of God hovered over the face of the deep. Number two, two places that they were together at the same time in the same place in the earth. That won't happen again until he brings down New Jerusalem. Where the Father and the Son, the three that bear us witness in heaven, I'm going to be giving you too much right now, I'm going to help you. Where the Father, the Son, and the Spirit will bear witness in heaven, they will come from heaven to earth. There's only two times it happened before the coming of the kingdom of God as such, when he breaks his kingdom physically into the earth. That was that time. But Jesus had filled the Spirit, or the Spirit came upon him, shall I say, watch this, for after that. It says, after that, he was led into the wilderness to be tempted of the Opposition. So you got fuel to oppose. <laughs> Tell you that you got fuel to oppose. Because there's going to be some opposition. You're going to run to some religious folk and say, oh, speaking in tongues ain't for everybody. And you ain't filled. There's going to be others say, you ain't filled unless you got the tongues. It'll be opposition. It'll be people on your job saying, I thought you was a Christian. <laughs> now watch this. After they're gaslighting you in. <laughs> And got you all angry, and got you mad, got you cussing, and then you tell me, see, I thought you was a Christian. I just heard him gaslighting. I was looking for a place to insert it. It was a good place right there. You know, they don't poke, poke the bear so much, now you don't got mad, and now you cussing. Then they said that, I thought you was a Christian. 
Amen. You have been filled with opposition. There's some things that keep out you opposed. There's some things that the Spirit of God rests upon you, lies within you, that you have to come against. There's some foul wickedness in heavenly places that you're going to have to oppose. It's going to take the Spirit of God to bring opposition to you. There's some wars going on in the heavens that you cannot see with your own eyes. But the Spirit of God knows it's there. And if you don't have the Spirit of God, you're going to war against these things. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and wickedness in heavenly places. And the only way of fighting the Spirit is by the Spirit.
Will you be my witness? Will you be my witness when they come against you? Will you be my witness when they talk about you? Will you be my witness when they lie about you? Will you be my witness? Can they see the possibility that I have placed in you? Will you be my witness? When they see you together holding hands, will you be my witness? But when the door closes, you will cuss and fuss at one another. Will you be my witness? Will you be my witness? In Jerusalem, can I tell you something? Jerusalem is not a physical place. Will you be my witness? In Jerusalem. When the Bible talks about Jerusalem, talk about you. Will, will you be my witness? Can I get a witness in you? Can you start here first before you start there? Can, can you be a witness on the inside? Can I have a witness on the inside of you? Can you start within yourself? Can you witness the power and the glory and the infinity? Can you be a witness before you try to witness? Before you get to your Judea, you got to start in your Jerusalem. And before we get to Samaria, before we get to the other ones, somebody shout after this. After this today, the Spirit of God will come upon you. You shall have power. You shall be my witness. After this. This day, you're going to walk out of this place so charged with the power of the Spirit of God that you're going to be looking for a bear in broad daylight with a flashlight and a spit. Tell me what you going to do. That's when power comes. And you will sit in the face of opposition and say, What? Oh, see, you're talking about the old man. See, this new man right now? This new man right now? You don't want to mess with this new man. This new man can come by himself. This new man didn't come by himself. This new man did God opened his eyes and he see that there's more for me than against him. After this, after this, what are you going to do after this? You're going to go back to the right of Jesus. Go back to the same old you. Getting the same old results. Never to be to your heart. And I had this way too far long in your life. You want to declare the atmosphere right now. After this, I shall receive power. And I shall be witness. You want to stand to your feet and declare, after this, I shall receive power. And I shall be witness. Oh, you want to declare it loud. Say, after this, I shall receive power. And I shall be witness.
had decisions to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It starts there first and home. It starts within you. We're going to Jerusalem today. Walk the park in your driveway. You would say today is the day it's me. I need to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Not just as my Savior, but as my Lord. I need him. That may be your mind today. I need to accept him not just as my Savior, but as my Lord as well. He has come to save the world. That's done. But he says, can I be the also the Lord of your life? He has achieved the first part by becoming the Savior, by crucifying upon the cross. That's his part. Now he says, can I be the Lord of your life? That's your part. That's a submission of your will to his will. He says, I want to be your Savior. Done. But can I be the Lord of your life? I need you to make a decision. That's you today. You want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and say, pardon me, says, make your back straight. It's wrong at home today. Make that decision today. But that's you. Look at it now. Do it now. Thank you. Thank you. I see 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 you. I believe there's others today that will say, that's me today. I, I accept him as my Savior, but I need him as Lord. I'm going to accept him. There's others. Look at your hand. If that's you, I see you. Even the children of Making the decision. Any others? Any others? Any others? Any others? Any others? Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. I make one more appeal to you. You're here today. Here today. You have not been filled with the Spirit of God. Today is your day. Today is your day. And I'll make this bold appeal too. Maybe you pulled the plug and need to be refilled. You pulled the plug and need to be but that's you today. I want to be filled with the Spirit of God so I can be a witness and I can have this power. That's you, I see you. Lift your hand higher if that's you. That's you. I see you. I see you. Any others? I see you. Any others? I see you. Any others? Any others? Any others? Any others? For those who want to be filled, put it into this altar. For those who want to be saved while right behind you, get it quickly. Get it quickly. Come. Come. Uh, if you're not in agreement with 
need to go on a call. We go on a call. If you're not in agreement with them receiving, then I'm asking you to step out for a moment. Uh, that's kind of cool. No, no, no. It says, and they were on one accord in one place. We need everybody in agreement. You may, you may not want it, but pray that they do. We need to be in agreement. And God for those of you online right now, you're experiencing an answer. For those of you who are out there who have been filled, I need you now to feel the atmosphere with the heavenly sound. I need you to feel the atmosphere with the heavenly sound. Come on, pray in your mind. And
the Lord was like, no, go to church. He was like, go to church. And it's so funny how sometimes in the after this, we feel like we're going to lose our space. We're going to lose our placement. Maybe we miss the mark. And so guess what? That first class ticket that I was going to take this morning, I got the same first class ticket tonight. And it's a shorter time to get there. Hallelujah. So I don't know who that was for. But God will take it. All right, hallelujah. Father God, we bless you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. We thank you, Father, for everything that has gone forward. We thank you, God, that every word will not drop to the ground, but it will accomplish everything that it has been sent out to 